Hello, Blake. Hello. Welcome to episode two of the On Fire podcast. How are we today? I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> feeling great. And me too, you know. Um, you know, I'm we're making this a thing you know it's fine it's finally becoming a series after this you know like episode two we're on our way let's go yeah i'm hyped no it's well received so far you know we got a few lessons on the first one we appreciate that for sure yeah we already got some fans eh yeah we got we got a little bit of fans it's only gonna grow from here man like we're on um obviously we're on anchor and spotify uh we are now on apple podcasts um, and then in the future, plan on setting up uh, cameras and then posting them to YouTube and TikTok a little bit more uh, to get some content out there. So, man, I well, can't wait anymore. Let's start. Let's start selling the merch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just plan the parade. Start the merch. Let's go. <laughs> you know, just the uh, like, straight merch, man. Like, honestly, <laughs> just making a business. So this segment here is um, really, um, the on-fire segment where we discuss three players or teams that stood up past week in the NHL. So, uh, Blake, why don't you go ahead with your uh, first player? All right. My first choice, I was looking around the league and I noticed something while looking at the standings. And it, it appears that the Kings are on a six-game winning streak and their depth are just lighting it up for them. And this came out of nowhere for me, and I'm sure it came out of nowhere for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. That's that's quite surprising, especially considering I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure, like, missing Arvidsson right now. Um, and that that's surprising that they can do that good with without someone like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I did not see that coming from the especially with such a amazing uh, team overall. Um my my first team here is the San Jose Sharks, um, with seven players plus their head coach and important staff behind the bench out due to COVID. Um, they seem to have gotten better somehow. I don't know. They're essentially San Jose or uh, Barracuda. Like it's I don't know how they're playing better, but um, it's it's funny to say that too. Don't mean to cut you off there. Um, that they get better by losing what was once the best defenseman in the league. Yeah, isn't that funny to say? Yeah, like that's... They, they're playing better, and he should be still in his prime right now. Like how at one he, point, like, like Eric Carlson was easily the best defenseman in the league, and some people were saying he's one of the best players in the league. And like the fact that at this point, a team is better off without him in the lineup. It it really should be a wake up call to Carlson, but. Obviously, he's not getting it. So, um, you know, Andrew Kane, the separate reasons because he's a tit and doesn't know what he's doing. Um, like, like they're missing a lot a of shark key players. Can you say he's even a shark anymore? Like, yeah. Let's be real. Are they, they going to have him play again? Should he even be in the NFL? Like, <laughs> you know, I'd be in the NFL with all the controversy that follows him, you know? Yeah, honestly. Like, yeah, next thing you know, he's going to drive his car into a tree and then he's going to get dropped by the the Las Vegas Raiders or something. Uh, I mean, who's your, who's your second player there? My player that I chose for my second spot was Ovi. 21 points in 12 games. This guy shows no sign of regression and I think that he'll break the record one day. 
yeah, you know what? 21 points, 12 games, enough said. Not, nothing more past that, honestly. Like, he's he's nothing more needs to be said, but uh, I'm, I'm going to say a little bit more after that. You know, um, he's got into fourth all-time in goals. Like, probably going to break Gretzky's little bit of work, but I don't see him not doing that. Like, the Russian... Like he, mis- yeah, sorry, sorry. But the Russian machine 36. doesn't break, and he's plain and simple. Just top, like he's top five in the league as long as he's playing in the NHL. He will never not in the league. Mm-hmm. And he's thirty six years old, and he's skating like he's like twenty eight. Yeah, this man is it shows no sign of regression. As I said before, he's also going to break. So I don't understand. People just like haven't learned to cover him on the power play. I understand you don't want to block <laughs> that shot because I remember, but. The fact that he's just left open on every power play and there is it, it's a joke. I mm-hmm. are you kidding me? I I don't know. And um, every time he's open there, he pots it. Like every time he is open there, his team the sends it to him and he in the pots chest it. and it he just will, goes through him, right? He will score that if you leave him open there. He is so dead through the goalie. Who's your third guy there? Uh, third guy, Troy Terry, 16 points in 11 games, carrying the Ducks right now. He is yeah. playing great. Um, uh, and another team, like just like the Kings, the Ducks are absolutely killing it. And we never expected this, right? Yeah. Like, how many teams in our top three here? That, like, so, some's in the water in California. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's fluoride. Uh, hopefully that'll make calgary start to be on the uprise because they're putting that back in the water here Uh, but uh yeah anaheim is sick i've got them as my um third third spot here and i i don't know what it is like they like i said they didn't they didn't really do anything in the offseason but for some reason change wasn't needed when i thought looking at that friend uh trevor zegras on the second line really good out there like i i can't wait to see what this kid does like with his whole career yeah all right i'm hoping that um zegris could win the calder this year personally um i'm sure a lot of people are expecting that especially out of caulfield yeah with caulfield being sent down there's like it's it's always some underdog who like running for it but zegris was expected to be in the running and uh yeah he is in the running so there you go Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to move on to the next, the next segment here. Um, this one is goals of the week. Pretty self-explanatory. It's uh, the best goals of the week. So I don't know what the first one's going to be. McDavid's goal. Um, Easy. I don't even know what to say about that one. Uh, because it, it was pretty... Um, one he of made the it look most... so easy too. I think that's why yeah. everyone thinks that it's so nasty is because he made it look so easy, but that is so difficult to do. And he like surprised like, himself. I, I grew right? up playing minor hockey and not being able to do shit like that. Yeah, and he's doing this in the NHL. Yeah, the, this man is the NHL, and he's making these New York Rangers look like fools out there. They're on freaking like it's it's insane. I saw this. I Just saw this putting one on a tweet. show. I saw this one tweet where this guy says that uh, Connor McDavid has been fined by the CBA three hundred and fifty k, the max allowable, 
for like what was it for the tuition by taking these yeah for taking them to school. To school. <laughs> I was just I gonna say he great. took those he took those guys to school for sure. Like he taught he taught them to you know he taught them something. I don't know, man. There's not much more you could say. There's people trying to like downplay it, saying was it four on one, and it's like whether it was four on understand that there was pressure coming from the sides and everything is still a nasty goal and you can't take it away from that and i will not let you take it away from that like does it even matter if it was four on one or not because i don't think it does as flames fans here best goal like that was oh, one yeah. of the best yeah like as a flames fan like that guy's sick <laughs> like he's kind of nasty especially how he's like in the interview after he's like well you know i'm paid to do that kind of stuff right so yeah. I guess I should be doing that kind of stuff. Wow, I guess you're not wrong. Yeah, something tells me you're the best player in this league, eh? Yeah, s- something tells me. You know, I, I feel like <laughs> I could pull up a few videos of why. I got a lot of evidence here. <laughs> so, for the second goal of the week, um, I could chuck. Um, this kind of brings, like, up a question that I want to talk about. Um is the between the legs a staple move in the upcoming era of hockey? Like, I, I just want to show the evidence that we've got here. Like, Matthew Kachuk with his between the legs one-timer. Matthew Kachuk uses that between the legs move countless times. Mm-hmm. Matthew Kachuk, just obviously the goal we're talking about, scored this week against Shesterkin. Um, we twice last year, I believe. Um, you see it in so many other over TSN's Instagram and everything, um, the OHL, you see it just like the Svechnikov. Like, is this just a, a staple, like regular move that you should know if you're going to be an elite player in the? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do believe that, but I think it's not just that. I think it's that like having like having skilled players like that doing things like that is going to be this like the staple of the new era. Having like yeah. small players who are fast and deadly with deadly shots who got nifty hands that wasn't it wasn't like that in the eighties. I think we're yeah. gonna see so much more filthy moves, including the in between the legs, and including the one hander or not the Datsuk flip. This isn't Chell stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, like I I think the biggest thing that's gonna set these young guns aside from. Um, the veterans who have seen a thousand different moves in their 12 season career. The thing that's going to set them apart as the best player is plain and simple creativity. Creativity is what makes these young players as good as they are. Matthew Kachuk, Elias Pedersen, all these players, I can't help but think of how creative they are when I think of like um, their skill. Um, like you see all these players coming up like Trevor, Trevor Zegris. I can't believe I forgot about that guy. That guy has so many tricks up his sleeve. We're only in his first year. He's already tried to score the Svechnikov and he could do it. Yeah. He just doesn't try it more. Um, that's, and that's he's probably honestly, not the only one that can do it. Like these yeah. players are all trying these things. And yeah. I think that like makes this sport so much more fun to watch is when players do crazy stuff like that. Exactly. And like some of the greatest players in the league, considered veterans at this point with really good hands like i bet you johnny goudreau couldn't do the svechnikov <laughs> I, like I, I don't know maybe with some practice and like patrick kane I, I don't know if he can like it probably wouldn't take him as much practice but i don't know if patrick kane can even do that that's the thing 
Um, yeah. So just, you know, showing these veterans what they've never seen before is kind of, um, you know, what the new era is all about. All right. So that was a good segment. Um, I like that. Uh, I like talking. Uh, up next, we've got um, one that I look forward to. Uh, the segment is called Are They For Real? This is the West edition. Um, this segment's about teams that are looking dangerous and if they're actually for real in the NHL. Um, all right, Blake. So um, the first game, I want to know whether you think they're for real or Calgary. Uh, I want to say yes for Calgary. Like, they've looked very dominating this these past, like, games that I've watched of them. But, like, a lot of it boils down to, like, there were other seasons where we were like, yeah, they're for real. And then they disappoint us in the latter half of the season. As a yeah. Flames fan, I, I don't want to say, yes, they are for real. Because they may not. <laughs> We've been they could, they could too many easily. times. <laughs> Yeah, they could easily disappoint us in the latter half of the season. And I personally, I just want to say that it's hard to say. They're, they're pretty say good at disappointing us. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I want to biggest point. Phrase is going to sound. Jacob Mark reason might not be a for real team in the NHL. Now, you might be thinking, this guy's four shutouts in nine games. Uh, this is obviously before last night's game. 5-1-3, uh, one 1.65 goals against average. This guy is sick, right? Why would he be the problem? Well, tell me this, Blake. He gets injured, what do we do? Exactly. What do we do? We don't, we don't have a fail-safe. We are the Montreal Canadiens in the 2014 season. Price pulls his groin. We're going from a team that's over 0. .500. We're, go we're going down to the bottom of the league until he comes back. Like, yeah, it, we have players like Lindholm and Mangiapane that can score and all that. But at the end of the day, it comes down to Markstrom. And if he's gone, we're going to be re relying on people that can't handle it. We're going to be and I like Drew again, and he's proven that he can't handle that. Yeah, and on, like about that, like the Flames have been like out shooting their opponents by a very large margin, but there's yeah. been a lot of like instances where Markstrom bails us out of a goal, and if yeah. we didn't have Markstrom in net, we very well could have lost that said game, or very well could have like lost a point in OT or whatever, right? And it would have been a very different season this year if Markstrom wasn't in net so far, at least. And now, I think that, like, if the Flames continue a dominating play, um, I think that they could do well this season and they could be real. But it's, again, as I said, that, like, they are prone to, like, disappointments. It, it happens every year. Now, Vladar is a good backup to have as a failsafe, but no Jacob Markstrom, where... Markstrom's a top 10 goalie in the league. You can fall back on that. Dar, you're not going to be able to fall back on. He's good. He'll be there for you, but we need more of him than just a goalie, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, next from the West, we've got uh, the Ed Steelers. Uh, I say yes. They also yeah. have had a very dominant start to their season but the difference between the flames and edmonton is that edmonton has two superstar players and calgary has zero yeah 
right? So, and they have a team behind them now, a be- way better team than last year. <laughs> they're just better overall. I think that they'll continue dominant play this season. I do think they are for real. They're like the fact that their power play is almost fifty percent is <laughs> kind of a joke to the rest of the league. Like yeah. they're firing on all cylinders, and just like Garvey is finally showing up, and Zach Hyman's looking like a beautiful acquisition. Um, I hate Tin, but you know, credit where credit's due. You know, game recognized game. Yeah. They're good right now, but at the end of the day, I do think their team is pure offense. Duncan Keith, uh, people may say that's a bad addition, you know, over Caleb Jones, but I disagree. I think that's a good addition to the. To the... I just dropped my mic there, but uh, he's a good addition to the back end. But they're still missing Cliff Baum and Nurse, and they don't have Ethan Bear or Adam Larson anymore. Those guys are gone, gone forever, never to be seen again. Aaron Hernandez, but like, I, I don't know. Their goaltending and defense isn't enough to like, like, like. What if they have to play a highly offensive team in the um in the playoffs? It's just going to be four more goals. And like, exactly. if they come up to a team, Tampa or something, or Colorado or Vegas, like, uh, well, yeah, you could you could take that to a goal scoring match. Also have good goaltending and good defense, so they're gonna be, yeah. just beat you there. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Even, I, 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 that's my bad. I didn't even like think about their goaltending. They got <laughs> goaltending's awful. Yeah, you you mentioned that in the defense. I thought was better, but they lost Nurse as well. I thought yeah. like, I was thinking that like oh their defense is pretty strong this year and they'll get Clefbaum back at some point too and so it'll be even better but yeah you're not you're yeah. not wrong I can't even disagree with that <laughs> yeah just I think just... at the end of the day like besides the offense I could like change that to a hard to say they could be for real this year but like defense is just as important as offense yeah like I guess they've proven that it doesn't matter so far but the NHL is an 82 game season league and uh, we'll. We'll we'll see if this uh, is sustainable or if they fly too close to the and yeah what they do. Okay, um, the final, uh, team of where we wrap up the podcast for today um, is the St. Louis Blues. Blake, how are you feeling about them? Um, I think they're really strong this year. They're first in their division, eh? Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> they do have some star power. Um, I didn't look too much into them. I looked at their standings, and they yeah. look great. Their differentials great. They're on, they're elite away and at home. Like they're just killing it both at on home and and away. Um, yeah, I think I think they're for real, and we both know that they're for real. It's just that they they their rosters do tend to underperform sometimes. Like Jordan Bennington, yeah. he underperforms sometimes. And yeah, Barbashev's good. Bozak's good. Bushnevich, like they got a full roster, and I think they're for real. Yeah, and especially, yeah, like, especially if Bennington is performing, they do have the roster to be for real. Um, no, no doubt about it. But I just want to know how strong their foundations are. Like they're basing their team around Tarasenko, O'Reilly, Perron, and Bennington. Tarasenko has shown to be inconsistent, and he wants out. Apparently, Bennington has shown to be inconsistent, and he's a little girl out. His emotion and everything. <laughs> Like Ryan O'Reilly's, Ryan O'Reilly's a good captain, but it's like his numbers can be it can be up and can be down. Who knows? 
numbers are always up. So that's a good foundation to have. The rest of it is just kind of like they've added a lot of scoring power and defense, like Pavel Buchnevich and all that stuff. Their roster looks good, but I just want to know if they're going to be able to sustain it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they got they got a good mix of sorry to cut you off. They got a no, good go mix ahead. of like um, veterans and like young players too, because they got Kairu as well. And they got yeah. like players like Brandon Sod, who's older. They got Robert Thomas, who's good. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like just like those three players. Like they got a good foundation. But like as yeah. you said, they're also inconsistent. They got mm-hmm. their goaltending, which is probably one of the most important parts of like and it's like winning a game is yeah. inconsistent. They don't have a proper backup. I, I'd never seen these two goaltenders ever. Their mm-hmm. defense is great. Like they got Tori Krug, Justin Falk, Pareko, Scandella, Portuzo. I think that's a pretty solid defense. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, it's just like it's hard to say if like I feel like time's just, just the biggest. It's just factor. their consistencies. Yeah. You know, like just like I said earlier, it's an eighty-two game season. We're a month in here. You know, we don't want to jump to conclusions too quick, but I feel like their additions with Bucinet, Brown and Sod and all that stuff, like I think they'll come together and hopefully they um they're a very underrated team and uh, you know, like it's it, it's up in the air what um all right we are going to close off the podcast today with a question um, blake has not seen this question before um this segment is going to be called off the top of your head um so blake off the top of your head five players in the nhl currently currently in order like in order okay um and this is just like in my opinion or is it just like what your your opinion, like, your opinion, and everyone opinion. can ro- roast you about it. All right. Uh, so obviously, number one, McDavid. Uh, oh, what is two, that? Come on, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> number two for uh, Sidney Crosby. Number three, Whew. maybe Panarin. Four, Matthews. Whoa. Five, McDavid. Panarin, number three. Yeah. So who do you have at number five? Uh, McKinnon. McKenna. Well, that's that's a very good list, Blake. I um I'm sure there's a lot of discussion behind that to be had. Um, I would like to hear some feedback on that one. Uh, well, like, why could, why is Panarin at three? I think that like it has a lot to do with the age too. It's like because he yeah. still has room to get better, and like so does McKinnon too. I just think that Panarin's performing better than McKinnon right now. Like mm-hmm. at, at, as we're speaking. Like, I just think Panarin's a bit better than McKinnon. Yeah. Ask this, but I'm going to give my opinion. I'm going to give my (laughs) top five. Nobody asked me opinion. I'm going to give... Okay, so my top five. uh, No surprise, number one, we got McDavid. Um, Number two, I'm going to dry sidle. Um, People can yell at me, whatever. Uh, Number three, though, I'm not moving on this one, Alex. Ovechkin. Guy's deadly, okay? I don't want to hear about his age. I don't want to hear about this or that. Um, you can go suck a big bag of dicks if you think that guy's outside the top five. Um, Sidney Crosby at number four. Okay, so just suck a big bag of dicks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here, Blake. <laughs> um, that, that Russian machine don't break. <laughs> um, Sidney Crosby, uh, Golden Boy at number four. And then we've got Nathan McKinnon. 
um, are, you know, at number five. I feel like Nathan McKinnon has just got so much skill, but when is he ever going to pop off, man? Like, he's got so much skill. And he's got such a good team with him, too. Um, Okay, your question, Blake, off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, is this the Golden Knights year? Is it? They got their whole top line injured right now. But once they come back, could this be the year? So, my take on the Golden Knights is, are they going to have a problem making the playoffs? Because their injuries are long-term. I don't think they will. I think they're... But once they get to the playoffs, Eichel's scheduled to be back after his surgery in four months. They should have be back from injuries. Um, and that's most of their team. And once that all comes back, I think it's I think Vegas, you know, finally gets their cup and um yeah, like that that first and, the, and they can shut up about it. Yeah, exactly. And anything again, wait another 40 years like the rest of us. Yeah. Shout, shout out Jace, uh, who just is an absolute bandwagon and just uh, hops on Vegas's bandwagon train and just doesn't suffer for 40 years like Calgary Flames fans. But, uh, you know, I digress. Um, so you think it's just like they just have to make the playoffs and then they're good? And then once everyone gets back, um, as long as they stay healthy throughout the playoffs, I think it's lights out. I, I, I like that take and I agree with it. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you. I agree with that. You you got any like anything else to add or like is that kind of? Yeah, I think I felt the same way. I think it's just that it it depends on if they make the playoffs and once they make playoffs and get their players back, then I think that as you said, it's lights out. I think that they'll win the cup with those players. And yeah, yeah man, yeah. All right. Well, that was a good podcast. Uh, can't wait to see everybody next week. Um, friends tell your mom tell your grandma and tell them wow tell them all about <laughs> us uh and uh yeah we'll keep on going up from here um follow us on Insta- tiktok uh click the link in our instagram bio to see all of our socials um we will be expanding to uh youtube once we can figure out how to get cameras and everything set up and all of that fun stuff um yeah so we will see you next week on the on fire podcast